Now boarding for Rebuild of Joycast, your weekly destination for anime, manga, and more. Welcome back to Joycast, everyone. Did you have a good holiday? We certainly missed you. Yeah, welcome, guys, to the year 2024. We've learned nothing from the year prior. Val, how was your holiday break? My holiday was very nice. I spent it with my girlfriend, my family. Christmas was lovely. Went to a big party at uh, my friend's house. And uh, I have honestly just been setting things up to get ready for a few events that are kicking off this year. I've got a, uh autograph signing uh, slash gaming stream on the 27th. Coincidentally, my birthday. I'm going to uh, appear at a convention known as Anime League in Birmingham in, at Edgebaston Stadium, which I'm very excited for. So I'm just getting things ready for that. Wait, you're doing that convention and, on that 27th date? Oh, no. The, the, this convention is from the 10th to the 11th of February. Okay. And then the, the signing stream is January 27th on a Saturday. That's right, and I will be playing the brand new Power World, which we will be talking about somewhat. I know you've got some opinions on it. I know you've got some strong opinions on it, because you're a very tried and true Pokemon fan. Um, I, I, I have some thoughts. We'll, we'll get into that later after we get through the Triumvirate, obviously. And There's what have you been there doing? Oh, uh, yeah, but before we get to that, yeah. Um, so I took the most time off I've had in probably like like in one the most time I took off in one go that I've ever done in like let's say ten years. Um, basically, like we crunched through um, my War Academia, mm. and then like I kind of like had like a half. I was working like half days, and like so we had that we had that surprise episode. We were trying to cut off early this last year, and we started to record another podcast. After we recorded that podcast, I was officially off. Uh, for the remainder of the year, other than a few odds and ends works. But basically, from then up until, like, through the first week of January, I had nothing going on. For me, that is hell. Like, it, it, I needed the rest, and the rest felt good. Um, But, oh my gosh, that, that, that's a little too much time off for me. Um, <laughs> in terms of the actual holiday, um, basically, I'd say that, so Christmas was on a, um, I think it was on a Monday this year? So we had like a full on Christmas weekend, I think from Thursday through Monday, where we were hopping between different families' houses for like just get togethers and partying. Oh my gosh. I mean, I, I needed a break just for that. Um, but otherwise, we got up to absolutely nothing. Just rested until I could not rest anymore. Um, and then got to work and, I, and for the past like two weeks I've been crunching on some new projects and I'm already I, I took two weeks off two weeks in I'm already burnt out again but <laughs> that's the uh, that, that's the way things go um, but otherwise uh, yeah let's get I said, I said honestly not too eventful for the both of us like we didn't do anything too crazy um, do you want to tell something to our audience about Chainsaw Man Yes, I think we need to break this news. Uh, we, we briefly do. brought this up in the pre-show that we don't record where, guys, uh, we're kicking Chainsaw Man out of the triumvirate. We will still talk about it in little, like, in bunches every once in a while, but it has been absolutely miserable to talk about this uh, series weekly these days. It's just not it, man. It's there just... is not enough happening per chapter, I feel, to make it worth talking about on a weekly basis. Maybe every two or three chapters. Like, Maybe even then, like almost in volumes, essentially. Like, when yeah. something definitely very notable happens and we have a lot of chapters to catch up on, yes, but week to week, it's been absolutely miserable. Like, I, I haven't been having fun talking about Chainsaw Man anymore. 
So we're kicking Chainsaw Man out of the Triumph for now. I think we may be taking new applicants that aren't Jujutsu Kaisen for a new member of the Triumvirate. I've actually uh, been enjoying Jujutsu Kaisen. Me like, too. I've been, I've, I have been, I've been reading it. It's one of those things. I think I have finally, after two years, I think, three, three. It came out in 2021, didn't it? I want to oh, say, it might have been sooner it, than that. Was it a 2020 series? And then the movie came out in like 2022, I want to say. Um, I don't know. Honestly, post-COVID years are so fucking weird still, aren't it's they? It's a blur. It's a blur. You blink and it's like, what the hell was that Yeah. Time? You know what? To be honest, 2023, I, 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 probably the slowest year I have had in a very long time. The same so, until like so the much fucking house situation happened. Oh yeah, like yeah. so so much has happened. I guess in the last year and everything that everything before that is just like so shrunken down. And it's like when soup. did this happen? You don't know when the exact year. It all happened at the same exact time. It's yeah. a weird dilated period. Mm hmm. Precisely. So mm. the anime came out in October 2020, and then it came back obviously this year in 2023, and had Jujutsu Kaisen Zero come out in uh 2022 i want to say the, yeah 2021 sorry but uh i want to say it was released in theaters in the west in 2022 yeah probably it's usually definitely. a little later mm -hmm, yeah um so i i think it's taken me like since 2020 to really or at least 2021 because i think that's when i got into it or watched it to really fall into it because you and i have had this like running narrative going where jujitsu kaisen is good it's serviceable we like it but we also kind of don't give a shit. Where it's we like, don't, I don't we, it care. Missed, it, ju it just missed us. It just, it just barely missed us. That came out at a time where we still had plenty. If Jujutsu Kaisen came out today, it'd be phenomenal. Um, yeah. But at the time, it's like we were still spoiled. We did, we were innocent. We didn't realize how bad things were going to get. And it was, and it, it was good. It didn't achieve its greatness until the Shibuya arc. That's when it finally yeah, no, demonstrated what it was fully capable of and what made it so unique. And not just a unique, but how it's because it always felt, it always has very unique characterizations. But how it stood out from everybody else. Yeah, I I it feel made like good on its potential. It was always Mr. Potential until Shibuya. I think the Shibuya arc is good, but I still have issues with the way that they portray and do certain things that people are like. Well, this was amazing, and I'm like, was it? It was fine, but like, I'm not. I don't know why. I still like it, and I like the characters even, but I don't feel things about the characters. Because again, it missed you. Like you had to be invested from the very beginning. Maybe, maybe. Because I think the, the character, I think the characters so are the best part about Jujutsu Kaisen. I think the new characters are frankly better than the initial cast that we got. A lot and, of characters really fell flat for me, no, and it I, also I feel I think. The author even realized this, and that is what the ju and that's what the fucking uh, arc is about. Where he's like, "Yeah, I've successfully made people love these characters to some degree, but that's exactly why I think he also fucking killed them." And now the manga is just full of people that just feel like they've. He just decided, "Yeah, I'm gonna like characterize you more, you more. You're a main character now. You're a main character now. These guys are just way better and more interesting than my previous cast." To be honest. Yeah, I made I a mistake really... over Christmas break not um taking the time to really read up on that in JJK. Like I've been watching the anime, and I think I think that's the only way I'm able to I'm gonna have time to experience JJK is just watch the anime when it comes out. When will the next one come out? Hopefully not anytime soon. But uh, give those guys yeah. some time. But 
I mean, we've got Buchigiri, which is also a map of production to watch. I'm, I'm gonna check that. I think another episode came out. Maybe a day, maybe maybe it's out or something. I am, I'm really lost right now. I haven't adjusted to when anime is releasing at the moment, I to be honest. I guess that's worth mentioning really briefly, too, because we started a new season in the Anime Watch Club, which is 8 p.m. Eastern on uh, Saturday nights in the Joyride Discord, so if you're a $1 mm -hmm. patron, you get access to that voice chat. You can come hang out with a lot of the cast and crew. We watch um, a lot of seasonal anime. And this particular season... I'm uh, never there if you want to talk to me. That shit's too late for me. I'm in England. It's too late for Val. It's too late for me, too, but I still <laughs> I still soldier on. That's a good love as an old guys. man. You're an um, old man, you, you, it, it, and it's literally your fucking business. Yep. But, um, so we did the thing, like, we, we try not to carry over stuff from the previous season. Into the new, we, we try to give a lot of new stuff. It's, um, it's flowers every season. This season, we did not. We carried over Freerun from the fall. We also carried over Undead Unluck, because that's just been a lot of fun. Undead um, Unluck is the sleeper hit. I feel like people yes, like it. it. Is. it no one, is, no one is like being like, "This is the best show of like." No this, one's talking about it, but season. quietly, it's kicking everyone's ass. Yeah, no, I think it is. It is. It is. I am so invested in Undead Unluck now. When when this anime season ends, I am probably going to pick the manga up where the anime leaves off. I, th I think and read so that. too. Because honestly, I've been wanting to get back into collecting manga and shit, but if. If it wasn't also, ending, if it wasn't ending soon, because I feel like it's, it's ending, ending soon, soon, it might be. If it's not, that might become the new member of the triumvirate. I mean, I, I've heard a lot of information and things like you know have been. I, I've heard that like a lot of stuff has been unveiled in the series. You know, uh, uh, motivations, mysteries that have um, overshadowed the story. Maybe it's hitting its stride right now. I don't know. It just fe it feels like most of the good shonen is just ending. <laughs> So that's why I, I say yeah. that out of instinct. Um, otherwise, um, we watch Solo Leveling. Uh, that's a very popular manhwa. You can tell because you can see it sold at Walmart. So you know that it's quite the fucking reach. Um, it's a Japanese production of a Korean... A Korean? Manhwa is Korean. I, we say that, but isn't like don't most Koreans do a lot of the cleanup work anyways on anime? So like, dude, most anime dude, already Koreans, is a Korean work. No, uh, Ivan, Koreans do most of the cleanup work on literally every animated series ever. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, so, like, uh, so we call it a Japanese production. Not really. They've all really been Korean productions. But anyways, uh, that's done you by know, You A1. know what that's I mean one, by that, though. Is it though, dubbed? Right? Is it dubbed in Japanese? Yes. It's, yes. It, yes. It, it's, because it's the Scott Japanese. Pilgrim thing, the Scott Pilgrim thing has made me really interested in this sort of thing where I just assumed from the, the very beginning, oh, it's going to be dubbed in English because it's an English-speaking series and everything. So it's going to be an English production. No, it was purely a Japanese production. As you know, that's one of the yeah, things. Yeah, I don't know that what I part of Science Saru being on the product made people think it was going to be any fucking different. I don't know why this confused people. That I, I was, don't know. That it, just it was did. advertised as an anime. It was made by an anime studio. Not those things are advertised as anime. Castle fucking Vania is advertised as an anime. That's you know what you're. That's Powerhouse. You are correct. So like, if Powerhouse did Scott Pilgrim, I wouldn't question. But the fact that they immediately said Science Saru, who's the, what's the um the studio that works with Adult Swim? Something street? Swim. It's not Bleaker oh, Street. Oh, That's oh, Sherlock uh, Holmes. No, no, it's 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 something street. It's something street. Uh, yeah. Um oh God, what is it? Uh uh I'm looking it up right now. Animation studio. Uh, William Street. William Street. So if you had said William Street, there's where we. That's where we tread a fine oh, line. William um, Street would have done sick, actually. U U Uzumaki is being done by uh, William Street. So that is, I'm, I'm sure there's other. Taking, I'm sure there's, uh, I'm sure they're taking a, a really long time, aren't they, with that? Like, yeah, I don't they announced them. that years, but that that was probably a COVID thing. 
Yeah, probably. And, but and it's also, also if like, you see what it looks like, it's quite very detailed. William doing Street some kind of rotoscope is, thing. William Street is definitely one of my favorite American studios, to be honest. They like got quite Western the range, but I'm sure there's more than just William Street involved in that project. But, they, mean, but, they, but what I was saying is that if you said William Street or Powerhouse is involved, okay. Now I go, okay, I'm, I have more English expectations. But it's yeah. Science Saru, okay? It's an anime studio. What I don't, I don't know why this confused people. Uh, other than people who don't act... I don't know why it confused people who actively enjoy anime. I know why it confused people who don't watch anime. Um, because that's just a very confusing prospect for anyone. It's just because, I think it is purely because Scott Pilgrim is... It, it's a Canadian thing. It, it's, it's a, a Western Canadian. property. It's I a get Western it. property. So it was like, you know, and they, they made such a big thing about getting these, like, you know, the actors from the... Uh, the, the the movie, so I guess I really wasn't expecting them to go full Japanese dub ADR on it, you know? And I think, as you know, I feel there's a point against it as well. If you were there for that episode, people, go back and watch my, like, you know, the episode where I talked about my feelings on Scott Pilgrim takes off. Yeah, it's uh, a very recent episode of the podcast. Can't miss it. Yeah, yeah, I can't miss it. Uh, lots of Lots of points against that series, but I really think that is one of the reasons why that series suffered on on the part of like performance and everything uh well, i think uh, it's uh, the part of performance because those voice actors are screen actors and god forbid they can't even voice act appropriately some of um, them they can't do some ADR. of them do really good some of them did a really good yeah, job oh yeah, some of them did do. i'm is, saying just as a, as a majority yeah roxanne richard's actress is a adr cartoon voice actor all that stuff i think they're in owl house or something like that and as i said the character who probably did the best performance wise at least in consistency in my opinion was uh the first evil x um matthew patel and yes, I was, he was like yeah, really he surprised. Stood, we, he stood. He stood out immediately when we see him watch that. We immediately go, "Wow, he's going nuts." He he is going nuts. He went fuck. He went off the wall with like how much effort and consistency he had yeah. compared to everyone else. Because you're like Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah is a pretty good actor. He has his limitations as an actor naturally, but it's like Scott Pilgrim is one of his big roles that a lot of people like, and it's like yeah. that was. It, it was still good when he came back into it, but in the first episode, you know, the episode where people are clearly getting into the groove yeah. of their characters, as is as is what happens in voiceovers. Your first session is always kind of awkward and whatnot, and then he when he comes up. back, when he comes Again, back, and he's all warmed for these up. Guys, he's you know they had you know they had limited time, so you know they all did that in like two to three days max. Yeah, <laughs> like they 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 lumped that in. But now that being said. We have given you and Scott Pilgrim an entire episode. We yeah, have we did. I could. But I, I do want to. I do want to make a brief segue on that topic of. So over the break, Steve and I caught wind of Ted on Peacock. Yes. Surprisingly, really good. What do you mean, surprisingly? Even I'm surprised to say I don't think Seth, I don't think Seth MacFarlane is like one of the greatest writers of our time in terms of comedy, but I do think he is a generally competent comedy writer. Uh, he's a I get, yeah, and, and that's the reason we 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 forget because we use we use Family Guy against him, even though he's barely by touched that project I, in years. I actually I actually quite like Family Guy. I think sometimes it, if Family if you're going to insult Family Guy for anything, yes, there are absolutely terrible episodes, but consistently. Seth is doing a great yeah. job voicing those characters. But somebody he in our Discord has. made a fucking like was like shitting on like the Family Guy style, and I was like, I had to come in and go, hey, there's a reason why animation copped that. 
It's because mm-hmm. Seth, Seth, Seth MacFarlane has been a fucking OG in the animation renaissance. Uh, he's mm-hmm. been around since cartoon cartoons. Um, he's I a think very, he worked for Hanna-Barbera at one point, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he's been around. He's been, he's been around, and he's a very competent animator. And he was on Johnny Bravo, I think. He animated yes. on that. Yes, he, he he's good. He's very good. And people are like, well, why, why does everyone look like shit now? It's because Seth MacFarlane found, like, the perfect balance of... He found the formula. And when people he, he realize there is a formula... in terms of production and, and acceptability when people by realize the there is a formula, people go, ew, it's a formula. They fit... Like, no one likes it. No one likes stuff when they figure out that there is, like, a specific step-by-step yeah. basis but that don't, people but go don't, by yeah, but to don't help shit on with Seth their production. Is what I'm saying is, is, is like, don't, don't shit on the motherfucker who invented it. Because yeah. they were the pioneer. I, I so, like Seth MacFarlane. And this segues into... This segues into Ted. looking forward to it. Yeah, so this segues into Ted, where Twitter's going, oh no, this is funny, I don't get it, why is this so funny? It's like, because Seth MacFarlane, as you said, is actually a very competent comedic writer... Um, and an animator, and he had a lot of pull over how Ted was done, and me and Steam were going through the cast, because the cast is very good, and lo and behold, the cast on Ted, a lot of them are involved in animated voice acting, mm-hmm. and it makes a lot of fucking sense. Uh, uh, hilariously, a lot of them were on Sp- Spectacular Spider-Man. That seems to be really? the common thread between a lot of the, the, the main cast of the series. Oh, um, spectacular b- besides yeah. Family Guy and other stuff, and American Dad. Hey, here's a question, actually. You mentioned Spider-Man. Yes. There's no fucking way, um, whatever the hell they're titling the next Spider-Verse film is gonna be out next year. That is so strange, because they were talking about, like, because I knew, I, I knew when that came out, there was no way, because before he came out, they announced that date, and I go, Spider-Verse no will fucking, return in there, 2024. Yeah, there, there's, there, there's no fucking way, there's no fucking way. Well, is it going to be 30 minutes And then minute, when the news came out, they were abusing, finale? when they were abusing the the animators, that they had to delay it, because it's like, ah, oh, fuck, they on our tail. The last time I checked, they moved back to that date, the original date. Let's see, like, can we just say something, like, it, it seems as though, Ivan, no matter what, no matter what, I just don't trust producers. All, an, dude, animators are always... Animation is just fucking hard. Yes, I, I know this from experience because I, as of right now, what have I been crunching on this particular week? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, so I, I, I won't even fucking hide the surprise. So it's for our, our, only our hardcore fans who listen to this podcast. I'm, I am working on a Freerin abridged, but a pilot, a very quick pilot, because I'm not going to make the same mistake that I've done with Chainsaw Man and invest all this time and money, and then no one fucking watches Intima- it. Intima- Intima- should have been a sure, should have been a sure winner of a project. You made it a musical. I'm just going to say, I know you're proud of that musical, but people aren't looking oh, to know. an abridged for a musical. I appreciate Ivan. I love you, and you know I love you. Oh, I, even I, I know that. Was I appreciate. I I appreciate that you are trying to like push a boundary. But people aren't looking in, in to a medium that for a does musical. not fucking deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, uh, again, that's just, it, it's, if I didn't Val, I would never abridge again. Like I, I, that's I, fair. The, the, if it's you don't the try- only, it's the only reason I stay in bridging is I still see a lot of boundaries that can be pushed. When and there comes a day when I can't do that anymore, fucking goodbye. And that's the day that I know that historically they'll start talking nice about me because they'll fucking <laughs> they'll, they'll miss me when I'm gone. <laughs> they will. <laughs> Uh, no, it's, I mean, I listened to some podcast, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna shit talk, but I heard a podcast the other day where they were talking about abridging, and I'm like, ooh. Was it Team Forster? No, no, it was, I'm not even gonna say who it was, all I know is that who was being interviewed was fucking incredible, and they had a lot of great things to say, but the questions being asked were so dumb, I'm like, oh my god, it is 2024, and you are still asking 
these fucking questions, grow the fuck up. It's not an industry, but like the medium has moved on so far beyond that. Stop. The, the reason why abridging is dying is people won't shut the fuck up and make things. People keep talking Most about, stop talking about, make people it. People are just like, well, Team Four Star, like, kind of like made it. What perfect. microphone like, do you use? Shut the fuck up. Look it up. <laughs> Google it. Well, you oh can't get. Gosh, like, you know, I'm tired. actually, you know, I, whoa, whoa, I think I, those questions. Questions about equipment. Questions about equipment. Before someone tattles on me, I'm only valid. angry because I miss. I miss you guys. I miss abridgers. I really do. I miss the days when everyone was making shit, and now it's just me and the schmuck you squad. 20, you missed 2016 before we even knew each other, and the team four star hosted a fucking like you know a, a fucking tournament basically. Yeah, like, like I, I, I've, co I've come, I've come to soften my stance on Tiba, where I'm like, fuck, I kind of missed that. I'm kind of like, you know what? If it wasn't for Tiba, it would have died sooner. Um, because I, yeah. I, I should even say that it's the fact that Tiba is like, it was it, as a one man show medium, it was dying, and then Tiba said, hey, let's force, let's force you into parameters where you need to cooperate, and those teams definitely helped the medium survive. Like copyrights would have killed the one man show. Copyrights did kill the one man show. I mean, it's killing YouTube. I mean, I think, honestly, so you, you're seeing all this stuff where, like, YouTubers are, are just leaving. Obviously, they're older, they've got families, they've got other priorities, and, you, oh, oh, and oh, YouTube is just this, this sudden exodus of YouTubers? Yeah, yeah, these really long-standing YouTubers have been like, you know, I haven't missed an upload schedule in, like, ten years, and now it's time to say goodbye. All that it's stuff. this and particular crop of YouTubers, they'll never say it. Uh, kids who are worried about this, they, they they have established companies. They are grandfathered. I guarantee. Like like let's say Matt Pat. I guarantee Matt Pat receives residuals Maybe. Um, for his work. He, he'll leave and he will still receive a check in the mail every month. Like he's, he's good. Off, he's, he's he's handing off a company to people and he's just like, hey, just send me like. And you know, I don't know Matt. I don't know Matt Pat. We don't know. Um, I don't know him personally. I don't know his content. I don't actively watch it. But I know that he is a um a pillar in that scene. And it's 100%. much well deserved, and I've heard that the people taking over are also quite good and passionate, and they'll do a good job. Mm. Um, and as a I, I haven't watched Game Theory in like eight years or something. But what I'm saying about. is, um, it, when you when you hit a certain level at YouTube, it becomes a money printing machine, whether you're doing it or not. Yeah. And these guys who are quitting, they have printed so much money. These guys, they're getting older, but by the in relation to the rest of the world, new money compared to old money, these guys are new money. And people these days receive a certain sum of money and go, oh yeah, I could live the rest of my life off this. What do you... You know, we haven't really mentioned it. And, and, and YouTube, and again, YouTube is such a difficult scene to stay up, up with. And plus the fact that um, I talk about cancel culture, accountability culture, and where it's getting mm -hmm. fucking ridiculous, where Saber Spark is in trouble right now because he liked pictures of anime characters with with big fat titties. Like, that's not a cancelable offense. You guys are fucking reaching now. That's not the problem. Stop. Uh, there's greater problems, like this other guy who paid $50,000 for a fan animation of himself being flirted with a has hotel character oh. while his animator starred. Wait, 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 wait. That's a I, fucking I, problem. I, 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 okay, okay, so what is it? I don't, we don't, I don't know the details about that. I don't know that and guy. I, I, I honestly, I, I'm going to say beatboxing Thanos. Yes, it know. is, it is, it is. <laughs> I don't verbalized. know this guy. It is, it is verbalized. I don't know anything about this. I don't know if a lot of people actually know anything about it because right now that is just hearsay. But what is, I think I saw something about 
a reply that he made where he was like, yeah, I was kind of trying to push the boundary of the videos I was making and make it dramatic and sexy because that sells and everything. And I'm like, I never watched it. I, 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 I have I, watched I, it. I, I did watch and it. Sexy from the memes. That's all I know. I, <laughs> no, <laughs> I've never watched chase sequence. I've seen exactly, exactly. But it's like, I, cause I watched the full thing because everyone was fucking talking about it. I was For like, science, okay, yes, research, I was like, don't worry. of course, no, literally, of course, because I was just like, wait, wait, wait. So, if he got this for his own personal enjoyment, and, you know, knowing people who have, like, you know, gotten, you know, requested art and whatnot for their own personal enjoyment and whatnot, not me. I'm not that kind of person. I don't spend money on stuff like that. I'm serious. <laughs> no. Um, but I'm kind of like, I looked at it, I was like, surely this was, like, originally supposed to be some sort of actual thing fucking content of some kind because it, it looking at it way, it lost its way at some point may may oh definitely most fucking definitely but i'm just looking at some bits like the transitions between scenes and stuff there's like these really long drawn out points where it's just like nothing's really happening except for like a visual thing nothing really interesting or like whatever so I'm like, surely this was supposed to be a video on his channel. Don't know why he uploaded it. Maybe it was because it is. It is cringe. You know how like you know you gotta look at things and you're like, that's yes, cringe. And I'm it's like, cringe. hey, you he, he had fifty thousand dollars to spend and he Supposedly, spent it on that for himself. You know, good I, for well, you, but good for dude, you, buddy. Dude, fifty. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Fifty thousand dollars is like an upper amount for a high budget animation. It does not look like fifty thousand dollars was spent on that, and if it was, no, you, like, no, you could you could spend fifty thousand k again if something that spiraled out of control. You can spend that pretty fucking quickly. Yeah, through mismanagement, and this true. is definitely a case of mismanagement. May, maybe so. So fifty k so makes a lot of sense. Again, when YouTube's reach a certain area, suddenly I know it seems crazy to us, but it's not for them, and that's why these guys are leaving. Because things are getting crazy, and some of these guys who've been here for a long time are going, I'm reaching the point right now where I'm making some risky moves. I might do something bad that just ruins my entire life, and I need to walk away right now. Because this, oh, this, this, like this medium will drive you fucking crazy. It will, you you mean will like lose the your fucking mind. You mean like the completionist We haven't even talked about that, but the completionist drama and everything? Where they held on to donation money for so fucking long, and... Yeah. That's so like, fucking they, they, weird. They, they didn't even spend it. They just I, that, had no, it. More info has come out. They definitely have spent it on, in quotations, production cost in I relation see. to the charity. And that's, that's what reads people the wrong fucking way. It's weird. It's it's mm. negligent. It, it's it, again, it's mismanagement and negligence. Again, it's these weird little things when you're playing this game for too long and the fucking piranhas come and get you. And it's like yeah. they they catch they catch you on a technicality, and that's why these guys are fucking leaving. They're it's either get, yeah. it's, it's getting dangerous out there, and these guys it, are like, hey, it, I can live the rest of my life off this money, and I still get a check in the mail for the right. next couple months. I think I'll be just fine. It's been fun for them. They were around for like the fucking golden era of the internet, where not yeah. only is it, it connecting everyone and stuff, but also like they've made their fucking mark. They've made their goddamn money. They have a family now. They can just fuck. Yeah, they can good, retire. Good, good they can them. retire. And they're like, they can retire in their mid thirties. Congratulations, you you have done it. Yeah, good on you. Now get the fuck out of here because yeah. the internet is fucking dangerous. They're, they're out for your fucking blood just because you exist at this level. And I'm, not, and I'm not saying that's can I'm not saying that is cancel culture. I'm just saying that's the bad side of it, because there's I, I only believe in accountability culture, and that's where I go to the the completionist side of things and the 
Did you really spend 50k on that animation, Verbalist? You need to be while while your animators are clearly suffering. That's something you need to be accountable to. It's like we we catch you for one thing, and that moves over into the real fucking crime that you committed. Like completionist, you held onto this money for 10 fucking years. That's weird. And because of that, now we dig into your your receipts and we find that you did spend it somewhere. And now we found the problem. Like it, it's it's a rabbit hole. It's so strange but um to get on to keep that going um the so, world is a fucking strange place right now well what i'm saying is so guys who got their money and ran bernie burns of rooster teeth just came back over the holiday break with a podcast called mm. morning somewhere he this guy's been gone for four years this motherfucker did this i mean he's a genius i mean for what he started with rooster teeth and the fact that he left just before all that fucking shit. We don't have enough time in the day to get over what's been going on in Rooster Teeth the past couple of years. Mm. All that shit that happened, happened. Then it cooled down. Motherfucker came back at the right time. It's like, hey, I've been gone for four years and I've been gone for so long. I don't have to talk about what happened to Rooster Teeth. I left Rooster Teeth before all that fucking shit happened. Here's my podcast. Um, and it's a very good podcast. And, 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 I, I'm a, when I was growing up, I loved the Rooster Teeth podcast. And... Bernie Burns was a huge part of what made that work. If you missed that, he has a new podcast called Morning Somewhere. I hate to, I would hate to um, promo another podcast besides ours, but Morning Somewhere is great. It's a 15 to 20 minute podcast where he just does the new segment of RT podcast, essentially, is what he does with his wife. And it's a lot of fun. Um, but the fact that, okay, we have the reverse of the YouTuber exodus. Now we have those old guys. And, that, and that's what happened. Like, Matt Pat's going to be gone for quite a while. Guarantee he comes back someday, in a different medium, because because again because again this this stuff I, I this, this I, business I feel warps like... your mind and you're built a certain way. You take your break again. I did this for two weeks and I couldn't even last two weeks of taking time off. And it's like you get that fucking itch. You're it's built you a certain now, way Ivan. and you gotta come the fuck back. And these it's guys you know have done now. it for so they've done it for ten years. So they're gonna take a, take a couple years off and then they're gonna come right back. Like we salute them for the service and they don't come back. Good for them. But I would never say never with these guys. I would never say never. Because the mm. guy I thought would never come back considering all the shit that went down with Rooster Teeth, motherfucker came back with grace. He is dodging everything. Any insults being, it's coming off like fucking slick grease. Like it's not even fucking hitting him. Incredible. Incredible. Considering as much as I love the guy, I think he's responsible for a lot of the problems Rooster Teeth had. Um, The way it was it's structured to allow those things to happen, but... Still a big fan of the artist, you know, art, artist from the production. Hmm. Um, Shall we get into the trial? Of the art that he does. Um, so yeah, we should segue. We've been we've we've we done have a been lot talking of, for thirty straight minutes about yeah, just random. We need to get moving. So because this this all started with us saying that Chainsaw Man's been kicked out of the triumvirate. It's now the <laughs> duopoly for now. So let's go to My Hero Academia chapter four twelve. I thought this was quite a strong chapter, actually. Very strong chapter. This is a lot of course correction. This is a lot of making up for lost time. I still won't forgive My Hero Academia overall as a story for not making this more relevant over time sooner. Mm. But right now, Deku is making is saying the right things right now. He's saying the right things. He's doing the right things. Even Shigaraki is presenting the right challenges right now. Mm. Everything is just working in this grand finale. I'm very happy with it. I want, I, I honestly, I want that, I can't, this is giving me, I, I call back to this a fair bit, but Fullmetal Alchemist 2003, the greed fight, 
I always say, as a perfect moment of a main character, his fundamental beliefs having to be broken, because otherwise, how can he continue on? Yeah, because and Shigaraki said it says it himself. That little boy isn't crying anymore. He yeah, he he's stopped gone. crying he's, like, a like, long this, time this guy, ago. Like this fucking excuse you have, Deku, that's not there. Grow the fuck up. You're not going to be able to save me. And this gets finally we get to the crux of what truly makes Deku special. This man loves spitefully. Mm -hmm. And I love that. He's like, I don't fucking care that kid's not there anymore. I still give a damn for the reason why he that you said that kid's dead now. Why well, give a fuck about why that kid died? You you we swept a child. If, if if that's your innocence, that's your inner child, and it's dead. I want to tear the fucking rug that hid that child's death. I want to fucking get this shit on the air. I'm tired of this shit repeat. This history repeating. Incredible. Fucking no notes. Fucking incredible. I'm I mean, very happy with this chapter. I I think it's important to him because like so. It's kind of like I, I Again, think about Deku this. Is it, being it's something a hero that I actually. It, 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 no, it's something I actually think about myself. It's like when I look at someone, and even when they're doing something fucking really shitty in real life, Ivan, because you know I've had fights with people and stuff like that over fucking bullshit. But the only thing that really stops me from really thinking of someone is absolutely nothing in my fucking path, if they're, especially if they're trying to hurt me, Ivan, is that at some point they were a child and something's obviously gone wrong. Well, it's just, there's a cause. That, that, it's it, like, there's something yeah. happened to this person. Like, the worst person on the planet, all right? Something made no one. No one is born fucking evil. I'm sorry. True. I've said except this for all for one, and somehow true, that was true fucking metal as hell. Exists. I mean, in a storybook, yes, it does. But in real yes. life, there is no such thing as no one is born evil. No one is born to say, ah, fuck you. I'm gonna fucking ruin everything. This I think people a, can. I think people do become evil. Product. People do become evil. Yeah, they begin. They're not born evil. They don't do evil no. for the sake of evil. There's no. there is a there is a reason for it. Yeah, there is a there is a pressure cooker that makes that decision. And and for some people, it's kind of like how it's. If I don't think at some point, oh, this person was at one point a child and didn't do anything wrong at some point, yeah, to, but something to me, happened. There, there, there are evil actions. There are evil actions. I, there's no evil people. Yeah, exactly. But at that point, it's like if I don't think that in some way, then it's just like, well, I don't, I, I couldn't give a shit really. You know, if I don't think, if I don't hold on to that thought that like, you know, there may still be a, a little nugget of goodness in them, or at least, like, knowing that what they're doing is fucking wrong and they can course correct. Yeah, but- Some people, but some people, sadly, actually fucking don't, and they just keep making the same fucking mistakes. But anyways, here with Deku, it's the fact that this entire series, we've, we, we, even we, the readers, the, the older audience, have criticized Deku and say, Deku, have you not seen what you are, what you are, um, perpetuating as you continue to be a hero? The idea that you have of yourself as a hero that's not real. That doesn't exist. And this chapter specifically really gets the root of Deku saying, fuck you. I have an idea of what a hero is, and this is what I'm doing. I don't care if hero society is a fucking sham. Then fuck it. It's a sham. I'm not a part of it. I, I What I'm doing, I'm doing. This is my fucking way. Mm. Um, Stina, 
I, uh, Stina had a word for in, in Japanese culture. Stina, me and Stina were having this conversation. Would she write a couple chapters? She's caught up on it now because she was reading the entire series. She's caught up now, and she had a very great insight. I'll have to bring her in for an episode sometime. And really, she, there's a very specific word in Japanese about how you present yourself in public and how you present yourself privately. And Stina says that a big theme that she noticed in My Hero Academia is this about the private self and the public self. And we're seeing this in this chapter, and there's a word for it. And Deku has put the private self out into the public and said, This is who I truly am. You might think this is fucking fake, but this is who I am, and this is what I'm going to do. And you can jeer at that. You can say that it perpetuates a problem. But I generally feel this way, and this is how I'm going to do things. And, well, that, and, Shiger and Shigaraki is the evil side of that, and said, This is how I feel, and this is how I'm going to do this. And, it, and it's a, and it is a war is a war of inner selves. You're, you're talking about like the idea of like Bruce Wayne isn't it's Batman is not Bruce Wayne. Uh, that's a that's a Bruce Wayne is not Batman. That's a Batman simple is Western Bruce Wayne. version of that in Japanese culture. This is a yeah. There's, I know there this is, is a specific thing that absolutely word. affects people's fucking psychology in Japan about how again this is the reason why ma a lot of mangaka wear masks and don't have poly personas because the things they're they are saying in the magazines this is why a lot of things get censored because you're not allowed to say that stuff publicly in in japanese culture in society and that's what a lot of what my hero academia and stina stina's eyes is about i want to bring it around sometime I, I think it's more just a case detail. of authors would like a degree of privacy to go out and just live their fucking lives on that to be honest yeah it's just because in japan there's just a lot more it's a collectivist culture there's a lot more pressure to to dull that and not inconvenience people yeah yeah and and, and and that's what's going on with deku it's deku the way you're talking about heroes we, we've just decided, again, after the big fall of Hero Society, and, and the public is now tired of heroes, they're like, hey, we don't like this name, Deku, we just agreed that we don't like heroes anymore, and Deku says, fuck that, I still like heroes, I think there were some good ideas about that, and I'm going to purely exist as the things about that that worked, or what I mm. believed worked, and if you don't like that, okay, come fight me. Who's gonna come fight him? Only Shigaraki. This okay, it's a battle of the strongest ideas right now. There's very strong ideas to save the world and very strong ideas to destroy the world right now. And there's only two people who are strong enough in this moment to do so in this particular story. But I'm the most interesting yeah. thing though mm -hmm. is another thing that we've criticized Deku for is my god, All Might took like the best fight away from Deku. We've always wanted this idea of Deku not having one for all, of how he would mm -hmm. function with that. And the very last panel of this chapter flirts with the idea of, okay, maybe Deku's not going to have one for all when the series is over. Deku, sorry, Shigiraki might start tearing pieces of way of one for all from him. And when this fight is over, Deku's got nothing left. But his Deku-ness. Pretty much. And, what and was that? What was the fucking I, I, point? Was it? it? I, I'm excited. What is it, like, is it Stars and Stripes' this fucking gauntlet? Stars and Stripes is there, and this continues to play with my idea that a one, for, one for all, one for all. Sorry, because they, they, they brought up the quirk singularity, and the fact that all for one and one for all is this cosmic fucking singularity point for all quirks. It all stems from this fucking cosmic essence. All of these consciousnesses that exist within quirks, they could all exist in this one same space. And we're learning this right now. The fact that Stars and Stripes, cause she, cause she's actually an all for one right now. But the fact mm -hmm. that she permeates here in the one for all space, this really continues to play with the theory that these are all the same area. This is all one singular point.
And I like this that. Is, okay. I'm very excited about that too. Do you think this is gonna go brotherhood on us and just like, I'm going to get rid of superpowers, but like probably on like a universal scale then? I don't think this series ends with all powers going away. Because then Shonen Jump would have to stop ends the series. With a lot of powers. Because with all the all the powers that All for One took are definitely gone. Hawks com confirms this. Uh, and I, and yeah. I, I but, but you are right about that. That possibility is there because you have Stars and Stripes' New World Executive Order, whatever it's called, where someone could say no more quirks. That could happen. Mm -hmm. I don't see it happening. I don't think that. Horikoshi would let that, he wouldn't that. he wouldn't let that fly but Horikoshi how, how can we have we could, how can we have Shippuden, Val? We can't have Shippuden. We can't have spin-offs. We can't keep yeah, making Yeah, we can't properties. do spin-offs if we don't do that. But yeah, I do like, I do but, think that the Shippuden that will come is going to come from a world where there's significantly less quirks. There's going the, the world's not going to have as many quirks when this is all over. We're going to lose a lot of I, there's going to be a lot more quirkless people now. I, I think I don't know. I think he could even make a more interesting world if it was like no more quirks. It's like what, I don't what would think it, it's gonna work would, with that power. But what would a series on My Hero Academia's scale look like, where Japan at this point has been pretty much absolutely totaled, and everyone is like walking around now, no longer super powered, but they used to have superpowers. I know, I know. It, it would be such a fa it would be. I, I agree. That would be the more. He could make. He could story. make an entirely different genre of story just set after My Hero Academia. I would love. I would love Ben Court and who's the um, other guy? Because Ben Court's just the artist. Who's the writer of My Hero Vigilantes? My Hero <sighs> Vigilantes. We gotta give them their flowers and their due. Um, it's uh, Furuhashi. So Hideki Fuyuhashi and Betancourt, I would love those motherfuckers to come back after they're done with their Doc Ock manga. If they come back and they do a what if story, if there's mm -hmm. like a split point off the series where we see all quirks go away and they deal with the world without quirks, that would be mm -hmm. awesome. It'll never happen, but it would be awesome. No. But I but I'm starting to I'm starting to come I'm starting to think of a possibility here where we're going to see a world with far less quirks. It's going to be a slightly emptier world, maybe a little more dangerous world where only a few heroes are left and only a few villains too. Whatever's left is going to be very strong. It could also be the exact opposite where everybody has every quirk. Like you could see some fucking chaos spring from that. There's a lot of interesting, this is like almost like a new pilot, right? Like this is the promise of more Things, suddenly, we're, we're the series is starting to wrap up now, Val, and we're starting to raise a lot of interesting questions. I'm I'm really having fun with My Hero Academia right now. I I'm am very too. I, I I would be happy though. My enthusiasm is very refreshed now that we're starting to fucking complete some points and come to peace with things that are not going to happen and things that might happen. Mm. The, the series is starting to really get leaner and meaner and more efficient, and it's allowing better conversations to be had. I, I said I'm having a great time. Hmm. I really like the bit, by the way, where the second user is just like, yeah, I I've never really liked you, Deku, because you would- He never did. He never did. Yeah, I have never liked you, Deku, because you do not have what it takes to, like, put someone down who poses an absolute threat to the world. Yeah, I again, the the these guys are being critical of Deku, and Nana's mm -hmm. saying, hey, some people just can't be saved, and Deku says, 
Yeah, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna do. I do. It I, I do, li I do like, like that hold, bit. Where... Hold my beer, Nana. Hold my fucking plus I... ultra energy drink. I'm gonna try. Hold my yellow beber. And we watched our my Hero ultra rumble streams. Hold my yellow beber. Uh, I'm gonna save this motherfucker. And I, I, think I, it's I great. do like. I'm like that's why Deku's so special. I'm like okay, I'm becoming a Deku fan now because this guy has a I'm bit a of a spiteful nature fan. the way he he helps people. I like that. Yeah, no, I mean, He's I think Naruto that's all. I well, I I think that's that always been. I think that's always been clear of Deku ever since the uh, the 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 fight with um, uh, God damn it! I haven't seen them for like ten plus chapters. Nagant? I no 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 the 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 fucking ice and fire guy Tomura Tomura no that's fucking Shigaraki. Tuya, you by Dobby? No no no, ice and fire guy. Todoroki. Todoroki. Honestly, those that fucking family means so little to me in this goddamn story that when they're not around for ten plus chapters, I just completely forget oh, that's their goddamn a shame. name. I think I think they're the most interesting guys. For I get, but only they for are the interesting. Lack, but for the, I, Todoroki for the lack himself, of that the series mostly had for most of its runtime, like they yeah. were they were the oasis effect of oh wow. There's some depth and nuance here that this series sorely lacks at the well, moment. Well, let's be honest. The but series for a good long right while now, became. Yeah, fuck Let's be honest, the fucking series became for a long while Endeavor's fucking pity party. And it was great. It was fucking great. It was okay. It wasn't. I, I think. I, th I again, still think again, that. For a series that locked, lacked any new nuance and any depth, it was fun to watch a character who definitely had it. Yeah. No, I agree. Because to everyone went. Because to be everyone complicated went. And deal with complicated topics. It was cool because everyone from the very beginning of his appearance was like, fuck Endeavor. All of my homies. Talk about. All, all of my homies hate Endeavor. And then it was, yeah, well, I'm going to just shove him in your fucking face and be like, look, look, this is Good, what kind of, it. this is the Spiteful. kind of person that this society, like, fucking breeds and everything. When you have, like, everyone competing and shit like that, or, or yeah, whatever. And, and, what, and what society creates a guy like Endeavor? And they got down and dirty with it. And it was great. And we, talk, and we talked about fucking arranged marriages and fucking quirk breeding. Yeah. And it was fucking nuts. And it was great. Yeah, and then um, you got the fucking revolutionary people and everything. Like, it, it's one of those but, things but, yeah, where yeah, My but, Hero Academia is so. But the point is, the point is, my point was, Deku has always shown a massive disregard for how people want to like fucking process their trauma the wrong, the and what they want the to do. Because he was still a no, but, no, child. he has always he has always said, "Fuck you, you're wrong in the way that you're doing this." That he's like, you know, give give me everything you fucking got. The problem like, is that he was trying to be Naruto, and it wasn't his fault. Again, it was the editor's fault. No, 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 no. Fault. He's never. No, he's never been Naruto. Naruto's oh, he's, different. He's tried Naruto. Naruto. He's no, 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 no. You are so fucking wrong because you haven't even fucking read Naruto. True, Naruto true, is literally all. Yeah, shut the fuck up. No, Naruto is literally all about forgiveness he is being naruto right fucking now ivan the he did entire not forgive he did not forgive, forgive shigaraki Sh no 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 naruto naruto is all about forgiveness yeah. like th that is literally what his fucking arc is yeah in, i was like, saying deku is not everything uh I, I but he's not gonna fucking kill i don't i don't know how i look i'm pretty sure well, I'm all about, i know I'm, this I'm, is gonna, gonna be like to avatar the, the last fucking airbender and if he can smile and i'm like stop uh, he didn't tell her that. He just said that I, I he's know, gonna I, I smile know. I'm, I'm definitely paraphrasing, but he was definitely like, yo, like, can't we just smile and get along and do our best? And she's like, bitch, I committed war crime. Yeah, but, it, yeah, so but also, be, yeah, she safe. committed war crime, but then she also decided to aid one of the most evil motherfuckers, the evil because, baby I, I, of the I, I, fucking again, series. Again, that's nihilism, because she's like, this this is irredeemable, let's kill the whole world. Yeah, like, you could be, I, I, you could be, I'm not gonna you could be. let this happen again, like, this, I won't let the suffering continue, it was nihilism. You can be nihilistic, but you don't have to, like, be complacent in the shitty things going on. 
Well, she already felt complicit. She's like, she felt complicit. She felt her hero society was the greater evil. Look, I'm gonna say, I think Lady Nagant wasn't that well thought out. I think she because was Because she, she, she was in the prison, she turned up, and she was just like, yeah, I'm down to cause some fucking mischief and mayhem and kill a child and stuff like that. And then they were, and then they went into, hey, Nagant is actually, Nagant is the, because, and then they went, Nagant is the old Hawks. Then they said that. Yeah. It, it's, Nagant, I know you love Nagant, but she is not one of the, like, best fucking, like, sections of the series. She really I, isn't. I, I, th I, I still think, that entire, I think that entire arc, that entire I, I arc, Ivan. I think finally wanted to have the, dis the difficult discussions. I think that's no, exactly. it started. It, it, no, it is when people went, uh, this was not well thought out, and now he's actually going into this with characters that throughout the entire series have been fleshed out. We know what they're about. We know what they now want out of their lives and out of what they do. And now we can have an actual fucking discussion where, like, two real fucking hard questions are meeting each other. Nagant and that entire arc was not well thought out. Nagant wasn't well thought out. And she was Deku's definitely thrown in. Wasn't I definitely out. agree that an editor tossed me note and said, hey, we need to talk about Hawks, but we need to keep Hawks looking pure. I know so that purple head sniper mommy. I know that. I know you love that purple head sniper mommy, but she's not that fucking hot of a character in terms of, like, actual writing. Again, that Oasis effect. She presented something that the series was lacking at the time, but as you said, we had that as with we, Hawks, though. That is just what Hawks was. The killing of Bubagawari was Hawks a necessity. He killed twice, and we just flew over that shit. We didn't fly over that shit. That that shit has literally been permeating, and the whole thing with Toga has like been stemming from that. In that, yeah, no, Toga's, Toga has been real since day well, not day one, but like since the my villain arc. Exactly, but, but Toga never that, he's never shied away from Toga. Because no, he, no, no, he because hasn't. that presented freaking queer baiting that the editors love. Mm, but they say, hey, just, hey, yeah, oh, you keep doing your thing, just keep, keep queer baiting. But it's like Bubagarari, in his, even though he is aiding and abetting evil fucking people, is doing things out of a weird purity in that he wants to protect the people that gave him a sort of home, while Hawks is literally just doing a fucking yeah, that job. Great. Yeah, and, yeah, that moment's fucking great. And, and killing a literal fucking mentally ill person. But then, but then Hawks goes back to his friends and they just like, oh yeah, yeah, it's cool. I, I, well, no, I, 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 no, I no, 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 you know why I, I, I he, no, you know why the they went back and they was did. like, it's cool? No, the reason why they went back and like, yeah, it's cool is because, like they fucking called it, is a, it is a literal fucking war. It's a, it's a necessity, they still, they still sort of fucking bickered a bit. It, it I, is a, it is, it is a, stuff I'm fixing in Dark Deku a bridge, don't worry. Where I'm just like, I don't like the, the fuck that Hawks got off scot-free with his with his buddies. Like, the fact that that's fucked up, what you did, dude. I mean, like, no, no, like, it, no, not like I said, it you? is literal fucking war. What were they going to do? Were they just going to fucking sit no, by I and know, just I agree. They definitely have to work. Shot? They still have to work together, but, like, they don't have to fucking like it. I mean, this, this is why the story is good. They came back. This is why this story is good. It's the same thing why fucking Attack on Titan. I know we're bringing it up. Th that story, by the way, Attack on Titan, I was thinking about this last night. I was just laying awake thinking about things. I was like, man, Attack on Titan is going to permeate discussion for literally fucking decades. Oh, yeah. I, I, yeah. Attack on Titan is one of the greatest fucking, fucking Eastern fucking stories ever told. Like, I, I, it, it that's not really... a question. I just have a beef with the fucking. The, I, I know the you do. Himself. I know you do. I'm but only you know what? I'm beefing with the author himself because he said things that don't coalesce with the story he told. And I'm like, you fucking uh, jackass. No, I just, I, I think, I like I said, I think it really is just the understanding or like the, the well, logic of how the world would progress it. again. It, no, yeah, yeah. No, I think that I, is I, literally I, I just how the world would progress. Great, and I think he's, I think he's fine. I just wish the guy didn't say the things he did about his story that were completely false. 
That's all. That's mm. I, 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 I just beef with the things he said. I don't I don't necessarily agree with that. Like I, I, wish, I wish he just stand firm with what he clearly wrote in that series. That's all I want. I just I think I think even he agrees with those things, but I also think like in terms of the story, he is not someone that's like yeah, the entirety of society. I'm, has I'm, to I'm be asking for too much. I'm asking for people like to be Oda. I'm asking for people to be Oda, where they can write based things, but not necessarily be based people, and we can be at peace with that. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this like the whole. Oda is such a fucking chuckle that, fuck, and I believe that, that, that man is. I, I believe Oda has actually killed people. Who is that fun. guy that fucking pissed me off and shit? It was like he was like One Piece is socialist or something. It's like no, it's that's like, no, fucking it's not. stupid. It, I mean, it definitely because has those too, ideas, but it's not. It has so, no, it has those ideas at times. It literally has too many. What, it One has Piece done. is a human is a humanist story. There's a yeah, difference. exactly. Like we have fucking shadow governments, it's like you know, manipulating the world that. and fucking manipulating fucking dizzy. You could you could literally relate One Piece to fucking anything. It's too broad. It's such for a anyone huge to be like. Story, but speaking of which, we exactly. should get to One Piece because we should. Eleven oh four, also fucking amazing. We is that the most? Is that the most natural fucking segue we've done in ages? Because usually I'm just ever. like until we yeah. say Scott Pilgrim or something and go off on that. But um, <laughs> so so um One Piece eleven oh four. Thank you, Daddy. Mm. Um, we said this when Bonnie touched the bubble many chapters ago that we were on the. We were on the brink of some great moment. You could you could feel a classic good One Piece moment coming, and oh my God, Kuma punches one of the five. What are they? The the world leaders. The yeah, the five star elders. The five. He punches a five star elder. He saw his hero Luffy punch a fucking celestial dragon and went, "Okay, hold my yellow beber. Here <laughs> we go." Punches him. Incredible. And then Dr. Vegapunk kind of ruins it for me. Because it's Is it like, the whole thing with like, after all, the, they, they once cuts off, not yeah, gonna yeah. fucking kill after, us. After all, the slaves were once a part of a master race. Shut the fuck up. No, why can't, the, why can't but, but, because then later he goes, why can't we just say with the power of love? Yeah, no, that, 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 I love that line. That line was based. Oh, that line was fucking bad. I loved that. You know, uh, well, you know, if you're a romantic, you could just chalk it up to love. And, and, yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and the fucking big spider motherfucker's like, that. fuck you. Shut the fuck up, Vegapunk. I'm going to kill you. Vegapunk, why do they have to have mastered super genetics to do this? Why can't Kuma just love his daughter so much that he bro broke programming? And you said it yourself, too, like several, like a couple pages later. Shut the fuck up, dude. Come on. Yeah. You it's like One it. Piece is literally One Piece is literally a story where people do fucking insane shit because of the power of love. Yeah, and then this moment he goes, "Oh, but they were slaves for a reason because the government feared their strength." Stop. Stop. <laughs> can people can people just be people? People can just be people and everything. Come on, yeah. I why know. Why do the Japanese do this? I think lots I, I of know why they do lots it, of fuck lots of people fucking do it. In all fairness. Yeah, they do it, but the Japanese do it so overtly. Yeah. They gotta nah, get better like the mean. White Devil does and do it. They, 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 we've, we've gotten so good at doing this, uh, have hiding it, but Japan just won't do it. They're it's too not, proud. They're too proud. It's a trope that no longer bothers me if it's in there. It's it's just some, It's like I said, dude, when I was watching Naruto, the, the whole thing in Naruto is literally just that there are usually three people that are literally just... Uh, mirrors of Naruto and his situation and shit. That's not even a racial. Th that's not even a genetic. No, thing. no, no, that's, no, that's, no, that's, no. That's, no, that's, no, that's, that's just. A, it's a trope. It is just it's a, a trope, trope yeah. that I tire of. Totally it's like, different trope, though, from what we're doing here with 
what Vegapunk said here. It's like it's just tiresome. I, I, it's like it's why the One Piece clone theory, where it's like, oh, everyone is just clones of someone else. Luffy's a clone of fucking Roger and everything. That I, I'm kind of like, you know what? I still what? don't if believe that, in Luffy if, being a, like. I definitely see it, but oh, I Ivan, I pray it. to fucking God. I pray to fucking God. It's not to be honest. I but don't believe. I'm it for also a like. I do genuinely believe that Oda will write that in a way where it's like, hey, guess what? You're all clones. You're not fucking original people. All of your fucking fates and everything were probably decided from, like, this bullshit. And Luffy will probably... I think that's the one thing that will give Luffy... I've said it before, I think. That is the one thing that will make Luffy actually interesting. Not that he's not interesting, but more interesting. And give him, like, a legitimate... A legitimate... Ex ex eh, I'm losing my fucking words. Existential fucking crisis. But I always think if Luffy was like, wait, so this wasn't just like my own idea, my own I th my own thoughts and feelings. It's just DNA manipulation and fucking fate and everything like that. He would be pissed. Yeah, that if he fights fuck it, him it'll off. be fine. But I just wish they didn't flirt with it at all. Yeah, no, I kind of agree. Um, oh, geez, what else was there actually? Oh, oh um, there was plenty. Frankie, the year of Frankie finally happened, y'all. Oh, yeah, Frankie's Frankie taking on you. shot a fucking five-star elder. His bounty is going to go up so fucking high, you guys. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my God. That, that was something that came up the other day was um, bounties. We've had this discussion before. We're not going to have it again. But just the fact that idiots use bounties as fucking power levels, and that's not the whole point. It's a point of how much of a th how much did you piss off the the, the 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 narrative villains of this world. Mm -hmm. How much of a threat to their ideals are you? Uh, the, the order they've created. And Frankie just like Kuma just punched the guy, and they made a big deal about that. Then Frankie shoots the guy, and we get nothing. <laughs> no one says anything <laughs> about it, and that pisses me off so fucking. Here's a question. Actually, here's the thing. I think Frankie's now going to get an upgrade because we do not see how badly he is hurt. He might, he's probably fine, but we do not see him. And I think Vegapunk. Is going to recreate Frank Frankie. Ve or Vegapunk is Frankie an upgrade? That'd be so Fr sick. Frank Frankie and Vegapunk are going to collaborate on uh what's his fucking number on his shoulder? I always forget what his oh, battle what, what Frankie number is, is. I think he's like 40 something. Yeah. Yeah. The SS Frankie, Frankie or whatever, yeah. Yeah, so they're, no, gonna, they're gonna make the Frankie, next yeah. I, I I fully agree with you, uh, Val. I think um yes, because because we need because right now there is a huge um there's a huge. He power is Battle display. Frankie 37, right? He is Battle Frankie 37. Okay, so I truly believe. I, be, I yeah, I believe that Doctor Vegapunk and Frankie are now going to collaborate on Battle Frankie 38, and that, that is be, going that'd be to be fucking sweet. Fucking sick. There, since since um, Luffy got Gear Five, there has been a radical power disparity among the Straw mm -hmm. Hats that has never been there before, and mm -hmm. I think we I think we're gonna begin for the final battle. That final, this final saga, we're gonna see these gaps get closed, and I think it starts with Frankie, as you said, getting the next version of the Battle Frankie. I I fully agree with that. I mean, I'm pretty sure we're gonna meet fucking Tom again soon, because you know it's one of those things I only oh, thought I about. I love to see Tom again. I I only thought about it after my rewatch. Uh, I'm still on Thriller Bark, been going pretty slow at it recently because Thriller Bark is, quite frankly, kind of fucking hard to get through. It's hard. It's it, it has a disservice of following Eni's, uh, not Eni's lobby. Eni's lobby. Eni's lobby. I think only in that regard. Yeah, it, it does. But it's also no. It's it's really just Ivan that the entire beginning of that arc is Usopp, Nami, Chopper. Ah, scary thing. Run away. Learn information. Ah, scary thing. Run away. Learn information. And it only gets interesting again when Luffy and the Straw Hats step down. 
and then it gets boring again. And now, right, I, I think we are in them fighting the zombie commanders, like See, Absalom's I, I, gone. I always viewed their bark as the as the com comedic filler. Yes. Until the yes, very end of the arc of when Kuma shows it's a, up. It, it's a really bad comedic fil filler, except for when the the I hate to, I hate to be like that because I love all of the characters on the Straw Hat, but Oda just didn't know what the fuck was going on with Nami Usopp and Chopper in an interesting way. It only gets fun when they are literally hiding in Kumasi or something and Prone is like, shut the fuck up Kumasi. Don't talk. What is it? R don't talk. I don't care actually. I don't care if you're harboring pr prisoners. That's kind of fun. But you just, yeah, it's hard to get through until Kuma shows up at the very end. I, um, I get that. I, I I have fun with that arc, but I, I can see why that's a problem. Because I, I cause now I'm I'm that way about fucking you know uh, Long Ring Longland. I love yeah, and I love Lo Long Ring Longland. I understand why people like that's a real filler. Because that follows Skypea, which I, I I at this point I don't understand how people how have gone through Wano and they don't like Skypea. I don't fucking understand. Dude, you gotta remember, people like for a long time were like. Skypeer is fucking shit. Like, Skypeer. Absolute propaganda. I, don't I have understand. always said, I've always described Skypeer as that point in the series where lots of people drop off. One of my first friends that I watched One Piece with dropped off of their at Skypeer. I cannot and, believe it. Yeah, and I'm like, Skypeer is one of the best. It has one of the best fucking resolutions and conclusions. Even the starting with Jaya. And again, yeah. again, where One Piece is today, what people know about it, because there's no way that you can start One Piece completely fresh if you're not involved in the anime scene and not know some things via Ice Monsters are going on. I don't know how you could approach One Piece today and find Jaya even to be fucking terrible when right. you know that Black what Blackbeard is going to become. Like that. I mean, I, I I when I went to One Piece, I knew about Blackbeard. So when I saw that fucker, I didn't know what I just knew his. I knew what he was around. I didn't quite know the full scope of the threat that he was, but I, I'm like, okay, this guy is going to amount to something. And to hear the words he said, the way he's introduced is so nonchalantly. And then he has that fucking speech about adventure never ends and shit. And it's like, oh my god, I just witnessed Luffy's foil right before my fucking eyes. And I'm like, I can see why this guy's gonna be in the fucking big bad at the end. I think I told you, uh, I brought it up probably, but when I was like 12 or 13, I was going to this internet cafe and this guy's watching One Piece fights on the computer. And uh, I saw Ace versus Blackbeard, and I thought Blackbeard was the good guy for some reason. Because <laughs> I thought, because I was like, like, I'd watched One Piece ages ago, I knew about Ace, but I must have forgotten about him to some degree. But it was in the way that it was posed, where it's like, Ace is the one guy, he jumps them kinda, he's hurting Blackbeard's friends and everything, and you see it in him, he's like, Leave my fucking I, I crew think, alone! I think you may have had a bad case of Naruto brain, where you thought he was Sasuke-pilled. Maybe. I think I, I think that's I, a very I think that's a very reasonable thing that can happen to be uh, understandable thing that can happen to people. Well, I didn't know about the context of like Blackbeard trying to. Wait, like, wait when you don't know Luffy context, and you're just looking by design because yeah. Naruto. Even again, I haven't completely read or seen that series, but I know things about Naruto purely mm -hmm. by osmosis, and so again, it can warp your perception of things if you don't have the context. No, it was like I don't know. I feel like. Maybe it was also my because I, I used to love one. And Piece, I say Sasuke feel like could, it's like not an overall anime problem. I just use Naruto no. as the example, but it's a there's a lot of offenders in this regard that permeates I, that idea. I remember looking at that fight at least and being like, I think there are two morals here. I don't look at this fight when I was young 
as this is a bad guy versus this is a good guy, but I was like, oh, Blackbeard's trying to protect his fucking friends and he's clearly concerned about these people. And then I obviously watched it because he had his headphones on and shit like that. I didn't know what the fucking context was. And I was just like, oh, I hope Blackbeard won. And now I'm like, oh, fuck, Blackbeard won. Oh my god, you said, oh, but, but Blackbeard said Lonnie, said Lonnie, Bonnie was hot. Oh, oh yeah, that, oh, that have you heard canceled. about, have you heard oh. about that where it's like Oda's been getting death threats for that? I literally, we, 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 I brought that up on the podcast when it happened. Yeah. Well, I was oh, like, man. guys, um, that's the character who's just unlocked a power that the more disgusted by him you are, the stronger he gets. Um, yeah. what were you expecting? Um, what's the story you've been reading for the past over 1,000 chapters? Um, you don't think he's gonna answer for that? I don't know, man. I feel like it's, it's like Berserk, where it's like, yeah, Berserk is pretty, like, full-on with the violence to just about anyone. Berserk's too violent, you guys. Oh. Berserk's too violent. It should be cancelled. If you like K Berserk, Kentaro you're a piece Mirage of shit. Cancelled. Uh, wherever K he is right now, he should get cancelled. Yeah, it's, it's just He should, he shouldn't write manga anymore, this Ken is guy. We need to stop this Kentaro guy. It is, honestly, <laughs> what did I see? I saw something the other day. He needs day. to be I saw, stopped. I saw a video and I didn't watch it because I was fucking busy, but I'm interested to watch it. And I think it was someone basically being like, media literacy is just Yes, I, I mean, dead. media literacy is the buzzword we all use to, to, to describe all the problems people are having with, like, yeah. just, Jujutsu like, the Kaisen way presented and the, themes. And the, the, real, the real answer to this is depiction is not endorsement, motherfuckers. Yeah. That's the more detailed argument that needs to be said. That just because you depict it doesn't mean you agree with it. You, you, I made a villain. Like, what's my villain supposed to do? Fucking go he's play in the flowers? Child. He's, he's I, a I child. He's a child I would like to do molester. that. If I had the money, I think that'd be fucking fun. But at some point, the villains definitely gotta do something fucking villainous. Yeah. In Gans. <laughs> or antagonist. Uh, whatever I told you, you have. But One Piece you... definitely has villains, not just antagonists. I told you about Gans, where one of the main villains in it literally dresses up in blackface and goes on a fucking shooting spree in Shibuya. And shit. That is one of, and then he uh, becomes. I mean, this guy, this 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 five elder star, sa, sa, um, Saint Saturn. Uh, it's very much implied that this man. Um, he straight up said that he enslaved and then like kept Kuma's wife as his own wife and, bre and bred his wife himself. Yeah. And, to um, then to is, make Bonnie. Is Oda canceled for that? Because uh, I would think that's even more fucked up. Uh, it's like, if, if you want my opinion. Honestly, people, like, by, if you like, legitimately degrees and leaps and bounds. If you legitimately cannot handle fictional villainy and dis depraved acts from fictional characters, just stop reading it. Yeah, if this you ain't don't for like this it. ain't for you. This and don't, this is Shonen Jump. This is for babies. So if this baby stuff isn't, for this is you, for Japanese babies. I, I, I weep for you. This is for Japanese babies. They're built a bit better than us. Like white, I don't know, white man. Babies. Have you watched Bluey? Bluey gets into some deep shit. Bluey I'm gets into deep shit in the I, most, I like... I think children's media can get pretty fucking hardcore in the West if you give no, it the fucking chance. Bluey gets into deep shit in, like, the safest way possible. I mean, because that's... That's, what, that's, that's, that's it, 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 And it's, it's the subtlety that makes it nice. But that's I why would Bluey say, I would say that One Piece de deals with fucking slavery and, you know, and governmental fucking... Uh, oh, yeah, no, it does. And, but and oppression and dictatorships in the safest way possible. Totally, but One Piece is also not afraid to have, like, obviously Blackbeard be fucking, like, saying really fucking, like, downright goofy shit to a character yeah, that no, no, that's what I'm five saying, Blue, years later gets revealed as also not afraid of this, either. No, but it's also, like, directly I'm saying that, but for, like, uh, media, I would not be shocked to see Blackbeard and Bluey at some point. And, and Bluey <laughs> have a villain <laughs> like Blackbeard. 
Bluey's there! <laughs> Be my woman! Be my woman, Bluey! And then fucking Bingo is like, I'll break your legs. I'll break your legs. Nice legs. Say goodbye to your legs or something. Say That's the meme. That's the yeah. Say goodbye nice, to your nice legs. Speech. Say goodbye to your legs. No! Okay, okay. Do you, do you want to talk about Powell briefly? No, we, I, we are, we are going to talk about that next week. We're going to talk about that next week. We, okay. we we hit an hour. We hit we we are an we hour have, long podcast. Trust me, there's not there shouldn't be much to talk about next week. We can talk about Power World. We can talk about the nominees for the Crunchyroll Awards because they're out. But we know that they let they make us sit on this for quite a long time, so we have plenty of time to talk about it. You have to admit, by the way, no, I didn't say it and you didn't say it, but that Blackbeard impression went pretty hard just then. You have to admit. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, God. I love I love Blackbeard. I love how fucking he's evil such a, he is. He's a, such a cool villain. He's, he's he such is. a piece I, of shit. That's why he's I, great, I, guys. I can't wait for him to actually be developed as a fucking character. I mean, he yeah, is developed I, as I a character. I, I can't wait for... I, I, he's I, already deep. What are you talking about? Absolutely, no, no, deep. I mean... I misspoke. I meant I, I cannot wait for his development in his motivation and why he is who he is. You want his flashback. You can't wait I for want, his flashback. I can't wait for his fucking flashback, Ivan. Apparently he has sisters. No apparently, fucking way. Apparently, Blackbeard has sisters. I have heard something about him having sisters in, like, an and SBS or And they look just like shit. him when they got fat fucking honkers. You know how Oda goes. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, they, these women might be, like, a bit... But they, you know what? He'll be like, they're a butter-faced through and through. Giant titties, a great ass, but goddamn, do they look weird. No, it's gonna be that Shrek logic where they're so disgusting that they're beautiful. Like, oh, look at these <laughs> greasy... Look how greasy they are. Oh. Uh, anyway, people, Creature we'll see you night. next time. We'll see you next time, and welcome to a new era of Joycast. Is it really a new era? Like, what what, what have we done differently? I don't Bye. know. I don't know. We're just gonna be better. <laughs> We're gonna try to be better. That's all we can do. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Mind the gap as you exit our podcast safely. Rebuild of Joycast is hosted by Ivan Leroy and Valentine Stokes. Leroy's written and directed works can be found on the Joyride Entertainment YouTube channel. Val's dulcet tones can be heard in many of your favorite anime and web series, such as Ruby, Lackadaisy, Gunbuster, Death Battle, and more. Audio engineering by Stina Carey. Music provided by Lo-Fi Geek. Intro and outro narration by Stina Carey. Outro music composed by Michael Payovich. Logo and visuals designed by Ivan Leroy. Keep the conversation going by visiting Joyride's public Discord server, where you can discuss this week's topics and more. Patreon donors also get access to our weekly anime watch club with cast and crew. Links provided in the description. Rebuild of Joycast is produced by Joyride Entertainment and Rock Voice Productions, LLC, and made possible thanks to Patreon donations from generous listeners like you. Thank you for keeping Joyride's engine burning.